Welcome to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Our show is all about the exciting world of real estate, and in particular, how it relates to the lucrative New York market. But if you're not planning a real estate transaction in New York, we still have plenty of information that you can use no matter where you are. Now, here's your host, Vince Rocco. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us again today. I'd like to welcome my listeners in the United States and around the world. This is Good Morning New York Real Estate, and I am Vince Rocco coming to you live today from all of our living rooms or dens or wherever around the tri-state area. On our show today, so everyone has a fascination with New York City real estate. Some would say, why? We are all, uh, well, we are the greatest city on earth, and with that comes many things. One being the super-hyped housing market in New York City, price, 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 among other things. But just like life anywhere in the world, we have our dramas, intrigue, shocking situations, emotional ups and downs, strong opinions, and an entitlement that can all be that can be all-consuming. With that said, the real estate industry is not immune, and it seems like all of life plays out in our day-to-day dealings with every transaction because of people. I say. Oi, people, what a business. <laughs> and not make up this stuff. Uh, sit back, pour your coffee or a cocktail if you're listening this evening, and listen to uh, the panel today as they tell stories of sex, intrigue, drama, yeah, I said sex, and relationships, some shocking, some funny, but all true. Uh, all this and much more is Good Morning uh, New York. It's underway this Tuesday morning. In the news this morning, as the coronavirus continues its ravage attack on the New York City and state, Governor Cuomo, in his address on Saturday, called on Congress and the president to repeal the SALT provisions of the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act to provide relief to residents of high-tax states like New York and California, to name a few. This among the pandemic. The SALT provisions eliminated all but 10,000 of the federal deduction for state and local taxes known commonly as SALT deduction, costing New Yorkers millions of dollars annually in federal taxes. It has been a death sentence, some say, for New York City high-end real estate. The governor said, quote, this tax was nothing but a political move that hurts most people, including New York residents. If you want to help New Yorkers, you want to help the places that are affected by COVID-19, then repeal the SALT provisions. Let's see what happens on that one. And he was an icon in our industry and widely recognized as one of New York's most successful real estate agents. Robbie Brown was a real estate agent, philanthropist, and advocate for many LGBTQ causes. Brown, a broker with the Corcoran Group, died on Saturday with complications from COVID-19. He had been battling cancer for years, but COVID, uh, coronavirus rather, was the immediate cause of death. His annual holiday season uh, toys party brought thousands of gay people, straight people, and social dignitaries and politicians together to donate toys to needy children and raise money for SAGE. That party was always the talk of the town and a who's who of everyone. He will be greatly missed by all who knew him. Robbie Brown was 72 years old. Joining us this morning is Anna Shagalaw from Halstead, Tracy Hammersley from Douglas Elliman, Steve Kliegerman from Halstead, Niall Lundgren Compass, Jordan Shea from Douglas Elliman, Louise Phillips Forbes from Halstead, Ari Harkoff from Halstead, and Sean McPeak from Halstead. Boy, is that a group. Anyway, we have... Uh, we have it's something is right. Uh, anyway, in these times today, you know, we thought last week that there's only so much real estate transactional stuff or advice that we can talk about. Of course, yes, we'll get back to that all next week. But we wanted to take a little bit of a break today to just kind of get a little funny, a little comical, you know, lighten the tension, lighten the uh, the atmosphere. You know, think about our friends who have passed. Think about our friends who are sick. 
uh, and think about our friends who are healthy. So I've asked each and every one of the panel to kind of come up with something that could make us at least smile, to make us laugh, because in this business of real estate, basically, uh, it is a calamity routine on any given day. Uh, you can't make this stuff up, like I said in the intro. Stuff happens because we're people and people and emotions together can sometimes wreak havoc and sometimes can make us laugh and sometimes can be wonderful and beautiful, uh, all for the sake of buying or selling or renting real estate. So, um, let's see, Tracy, give me one of your most interesting stories. I'm not going to say funny, sad, sexy, whatever. Give us one of your most interesting stories. Well, what the listeners don't know yet is I can never even begin to compete with Steve's salacious tales. So I'm going to Well, we're going to hear that coming up. Yeah, that, that's the sizzler because I don't actually have anything that I, I could view as, as appropriate in that arm. So I will share a story of a cautionary tale. It's actually been 10 years. And I've been in the business, I guess, seven years at this point in time. You know, we've all had these deals where we had an accepted offer for a condo. I'd sold it as new construction to a lovely buyer that I just met randomly. And then we stayed friends and she had um, enlisted me to list it for the resale. And um, we had an accepted offer. And this buyer was just dragging the sales, taking so long uh, with uh, signing the contract, had gone in and had an appraisal and found that while we listed with the new dev, as approximately 800 square feet. It was in fact actually 765. So he nickel and dimed us. We had to reduce the price we accepted offer. We were dying for a new buyer to come sweeping in anyone but this creep to buy it, right? You've all been there. So who do we have? You know, we're still showing religiously. Cash buyer comes in, happens to be, I will not name names to protect the not so innocent, but um, the famous movie star, TV star, um, didn't recognize because they'd just been given the last name and it was an Italian kind of sounding name, so just thought it was an Italian cash buyer. Turns out to be someone who was buying this property cash, walked in, loved it, wanted to have it. Of course, we were thrilled for many reasons, and I will wrap this up. Um, my seller said, okay, and she named a, a number to make this guy buy it. We would have taken it for less, but she was like, well, why not try for 40000 more than our accepted offer? So we do, we get it. Long story short, the deal happens. Um, when I get the signed contract, I have um, forwarded it first to my sales manager. Oh my gosh, hallelujah, yippee, look at this. Not only did we get rid of the jerky buyer, but we got it for $40,000 more than the first deal. Yay. There you go. It's my sales manager, Sarah Rodder. We're happy. Pass it on to the listing agents. Congratulations, guys. Forget to erase the message history. So it's got the yippee, Sarah, we got it for $40,000 more. They don't notice. They forward it to their buyer with the sale of the, oh my gosh, you schmuck, you paid $40,000 more than you needed to. And um, of course, it's fully executed by that time, but this guy pitches a fit, threatens to try. He thinks that it's, you know, something that you've got a three-day right of rescission period. Let's just say the walkthrough and closing were a little tense because he was not super happy about the fact that everybody knew he paid $40,000 more than he needed to. Major cautionary tale, lesson to me. I always check every forward three times before. Oh, I yeah. So, oh, yeah. That, that's one not so salacious story I've got from the vault, Vince. <laughs> Well, listen, I mean, you know, like I said, we all have these kinds of stories. And, and one of the things, you know, that we could all uh, be a little better at is, is emails or, or making sure that you don't forward, you know, emails that have history because sometimes that gets in the way. Well, anyway, uh, there is so much more to come after this break. We've got to take a break. Uh, good morning, uh, New York. Real estate is just getting underway. Stay with us. Don't go away. We will come right back. 
Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hi, this is James Nelson. I'm a huge fan of Vince's show, and I'd like to invite you all now to listen to my show on the Voice America Network, Real Estate Investing, live from New York. I will teach you everything you need to know about investing and operating commercial real estate. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of TV and radio shows that deal with investing in the stock market, and yet almost none that cover exclusively commercial real estate. This is not a get-rich-quick or how-to-flip-home shows. I will teach you step-by-step how to source, acquire, improve, and profit from commercial real estate. Please tune in live to the Voice America Business Channel every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. Thank you. At Halstead, we know that what moves you is important. We are all about the power of transformation. We're revolutionizing the way people live and work. We are agents of change. We are the deal makers. We are the fearless negotiators. We are the future builders. So you can move to what moves you. I'm Jeff Goodman at Halstead, and I love Vince's show. I host a program of my own, but not about real estate. Rediscovering New York is about our city's great neighborhoods, their history, texture, and their current vibe through interviews with historians, business owners, and interesting neighborhood personalities. We're broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc and available on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcasts. Rediscovering New York with Jeff Goodman. I bring the city's great neighborhoods to life. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Every Saturday morning, listen for the Superstar Sports Talk Block on Voice America Variety. We've got the best programs. If you want to talk football, hunting, outdoors, racing, and more, the weekends belong to sports. And you'll find it every Saturday beginning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You'll hear from the players, owners, experts, and fans from around the world. It's the Saturday Superstar Sports Talk Block. Wow, that's a mouthful. And it's only on the Voice America Variety. You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll free in North America at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Now, back to the show. All right, buddy, we are back. And so I want to ask Steve Kliegerman who has been in the business for a long time um, and who has lots of development stories and lots of resale stories and lots of everything stories. So give us something good, Steve. Oh God. Well, <laughs> I've been around a long time and I've seen a Here lot. We go. So, um, <laughs> Brace yourself. Right. I'll, I'll start with one you guys haven't seen me write about yet. So to make a very long story short, uh, when I had my own company, I had this amazing African-American 
woman who did rentals for me. So she tells me that she's going out on an appointment with a family to find a four bedroom apartment in the village for them and their six children. Wow. So she, she goes on the six children. So she goes on the appointment. She's out for a few hours. She comes back to the office and this is before like everyone had cell phones. She walks into the office, beat red, screaming, that racist son of a bitch. I can't believe that son of a bitch wouldn't shake my hand after I just found him an apartment for him and his goddamn six children. That son of a bitch. I'm like, Pierre, what's wrong? Come into my office. What happened? Oh, my God. What did he say to you? We went. We spent hours together. We were working together. I finally found him the perfect apartment. He wanted to rent it. I, I told him I'll get him all the paperwork. I went to shake his hand and the son of a bitch racist bastard wouldn't shake my hand. Wow. I started hysterically laughing. She was out with, a, with an Orthodox rabbi. Ah. Here, <laughs> hold on a second. And I'm laughing hysterically and she's getting madder and madder at me because I'm laughing because she thinks that I think it's funny that he's a racist. And I said, Pierre, He's not not shaking your hand because you're an African-American. He's not shaking your hand because you're a woman. <laughs> and with that, she looks at me and she gets even more angry. And then I explain it to her. All of a sudden, her face drops. She, her shoulders drop. And she says, oh, my God, I am so embarrassed. She didn't understand that he couldn't shake her hand. So Orthodox. Orthodox yeah. Wait a minute. She rents him the apartment. They become friends. They end up on the front page of the New York Times real estate section for her finding an Orthodox rabbi and his six kids a <laughs> apartment on a, on a ground floor apartment in Greenwich Village for $4,000 a month for six people. Wow. <laughs> My God. And, it was hysterical. Uh, she, she was enraged. I mean, she was beat red. How long, was, Steve, how long did this transaction take to, to complete? She met, it was the first time she met him. She, she showed him three apartments. And the next day they signed leases <laughs> and they literally, he, he invited her, he invited her over for Shabbos dinner. Like she, she, she started to learn Talmud from him. It was amazing. <laughs> I know, that's amazing. He was the like you said, man. you, you he can't, you can't make this stuff her. up. Yeah, and well. she, before he could explain, she just rushed off. She was so angry. It was really funny. I would like to have been able to make lesson. It was a I would like to be there to see the light bulb go off when she realized that he couldn't shake her hand, not for, for any <laughs> racist reasons, but because it's a religious thing. It's it an was orthodox. Really funny, but it also taught me a lesson as a manager, because literally whenever I would then work with a broker, a female broker who I didn't who didn't seem to know those traditions in the culture, I would have to tell them, don't be offended when the gentleman doesn't want to shake your hand. And I'd have to explain why. And now, no one might want to shake hands, but you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, no one's going to shake hands. Exactly. Well, now, now it's a whole different story, which, you know, I, I kind of wonder sometimes thinking about it yesterday. When are we ever going to get back to feeling comfortable to do just that? Even when we get back to work and lockdown is released and all that stuff, I kind of wonder there are huggers out there. There are people who like to shake hands. I'm not so sure people are going to want to do that. Yeah, that's right. Elbow. Elbow. I just, I just but I, you know I, what, Niall? Before our call, I had I had a friend of mine on the phone, and we were just talking about that. He doesn't think people are ever going to shake hands again. I disagree. I, 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 I disagree. I, 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 totally I disagree too. I think it's going to take time. But 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 Niall, you know, when Please you do this the, with the elbow bump, here's here's my my concern with that. You know, all of the medical professionals say you know sneeze or cough into your elbow, and then you meet somebody. Cool. And 
of an elbow. It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what the hell is that about? Damned if you well, do, as damned as if you don't. Parent, right? As a parent, it makes me crazy to see people cough and sneeze into their hand. Yeah. They just yeah. don't understand that they're transferring it. And I see it all the time. So yeah. I'm kind of relieved that people are, are coughing and sneezing into their elbow. Luckily, they're not coughing and sneezing to the outside of their elbow where they're going. <laughs> so I think we're okay. You know, I don't... Uh, I'm going to host a hug party when this is all over. So get ready for your I'm there, Trace. Ooh, there you go. I love it. So, you know, I, I, I will say that when my when I was growing up, my dad used to say, you can really tell somebody from their handshake, their eye contacts, and their shoes. And I, now all I'm thinking is I get to go shopping. <laughs> well, there you, there you have it. Shoe, shoes becomes the top of that list. Wheezy, okay. give us a story, please. Oh, Lord. I was going to go... I was going to go <laughs> about... Um, the times when when uh, I worked at Douglas Elliman at twenty one twelve Broadway, and there was an apartment that I was selling right next to another apartment, and for days, and I mean days, um, there was a couple that I think they were intentionally having sex in front of the window, where everybody yeah. was watching it. So ultimately. Um, that's a New York thing. Other, I, it, it is crazy. It was like rear view windows, but nobody was getting murdered. It was, they were making babies. Um, but, but <laughs> or, they, not. <laughs> oh, or not. Or uh, but, not. But the truth, the true story of it is I was doing the waiver package with that, with the guy that bought it. And that was his old girlfriend's apartment. So. I just thought that would be a, a small cocktail trivia story. <laughs> well, you know what? When I was still working in corporate, I was working at IBM and I had an account, uh, Metropolitan Life Insurance, which is uh, not no small potatoes. But, you know, we used to be sitting on the 18th floor, you know, where their building is on 25th and and, and uh, Broadway or whatever. And oh, Park South. And Park so out. Park's out. And our office, you know, we were like 25 IBMers that used to support this team. So my desk used to face the window. And across the street um, was an apartment building. And your story reminded me of what we used to go through about three times a week. You know, one of them would get out of bed, open up the curtains, and then get back in bed and then put on a show for about 30 minutes. <laughs> three times a week. And I mean, it was just like, you know, you can't, you can't even like, you know, everybody would crowd to the window. And I'd be like, you know, guys, this is... <laughs> Yeah, I was always waiting for them to wave at the end of the their little sessions and say, "Okay, we're Take done. Back to work." Take Take a bow. Bow. <laughs> Speaking oh of which, my I, gosh. I, Ari, since you now occupy my, occupy my old office, does the yeah. guy across the street on 12th Street still watch porn like twenty four seven? Oh my god. <laughs> I, I missed that. I didn't know this. Oh my God. You're busy running. This guy had a 60 inch TV. I'll let you know. It was porn all the time. And he had the windows open or the curtains open so the you could see everything. All the time. Oh, yeah. I'm so you had to move your office, Steve. Yeah, sorry. Steve, how could you close? How could you close some of our big time developers with that nonsense going on in the background? Can you imagine? It was actually right That's out, how it was he right closed out, them. It was right outside Roberta's window, actually. That's amazing. I could I could remember a couple of them who would probably enjoy that as a matter of fact. Niall Lundgren, <laughs> welcome back and good to see you again. How are you doing, my brother? I'm doing all right, Vince. Feeling good. Thank you. What's going on in your world these days? Any good stories? Um, well, I, I just wanted to start off by, by telling a story about um, probably 10 years ago in the business when I was uh, a rental broker. And this is a great story about keys. 
Um, I was out with a client and you know, when you, back in the day, you'd have to go and pick up all the keys. Um, I would get my leads off Craigslist. I'd go pick up keys at management offices and then walk around. Um, and I was, in, I, was in an ele- I was in an elevator building, um, going up the elevator and we showed the apartment. They liked it. I was like, great. I'm going to, I'm going to leave and I'm going to go right back to the management office. But as I was going in, I walked into the elevator and the, and the elevator hit the, um, oh. hit, hit my wrist and I dropped the key right through the oh. crack of the elevator. Oh. And I was We've just super embarrassed and, and my client just started laughing, literally laughing at me. He's like, did you just do that? And I was like, yeah, I did. Um, so I and by the way, you probably had to leave your license or your, your firstborn with the, with the rental uh, company, right? I lost, I lost my $40 deposit and I had to beg and plead because I was bringing them an application just to get my photo ID back. Absolutely. <laughs> we have all done that, Niall. Seriously, I've done it. Yeah. Tony, anytime <laughs> I get on the elevator with a key, I'm like gripping it. Yep. Ten years of this, like looking around. I, I, I still do that because I actually had somebody swipe the keys out of my hand and run down the street. What? Uh, way back what? when. Yeah, run down the street. That's, I don't where, know. Where are you, Vince? What happened? I'm, Did you get them back? They must no, really I mean, he ran the into the park. It was on the Upper West Side. He ran into the park. I forget those those buildings on 73rd Street. There's a management company there that, that used to run Bruce all those Go. buildings. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's him. And and this, this stupid kid, just he saw I was an agent. I was talking to people on the street, grabbed the keys out of my hand. I don't know how he knew I had keys and ran into the park. I'm like, okay, I lost my deposit too. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's why you don't put the address on the actual key tag. No, this did this <laughs> didn't actually. Thank God, or, or the or the apartment number for sure. All right, guys, we got to take another break. So we're coming back for uh, um, excuse me, coming back for segment three. But before we do that, I want to just read a little PSA. Right now, everyone is spending most of their days on social media, so it is a perfect time for real estate brokers to get in front of their sphere of influence. A company called Very Social is here to help you engage your audience sensitively yet powerfully. In these unprecedented times, you do not need to go silent or to be serious, but rather be empathetic and think of the needs of your customers. It's not business as usual for anyone right now. So we recommend pivoting from your typical marketing messages. Instead, emphasize the personal connection of social media and engage your audience with messages of compassion and have fun with it. Uh, Very Social can help you create a plan of activity to post timely, meaningful content on your behalf. They are offering a free consultation. When you mention this show, Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince, be very social, be part of the conversation. For further information, you can contact Ryan Garson at 212-381-6530. And with that, we are going to break. We'll come right back. Don't go away. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, this is James Nelson. I'm a huge fan of Vince's show, and I'd like to invite you all now to listen to my show on the Voice America Network, Real Estate Investing, live from New York. I will teach you everything you need to know about investing and operating commercial real estate. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of TV and radio shows that deal with investing in the stock market, and yet almost none that cover exclusively commercial real estate. This is not a get-rich-quick or how-to-flip-home shows. I will teach you step-by-step how to source, acquire, improve, and profit from commercial real estate. Please tune in live to the Voice America Business Channel every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. Thank you. 
At Halstead, we know that what moves you is important. We're all about the power of transformation. We're revolutionizing the way people live and work. We are agents of change. We are the deal makers. We are the fearless negotiators. We are the future builders. So you can move to what moves you. I'm Jeff Goodman at Halstead, and I love Vince's show. I host a program of my own, but not about real estate. Rediscovering New York is about our city's great neighborhoods, their history, texture, and their current vibe through interviews with historians, business owners, and interesting neighborhood personalities. We're broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc and available on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcasts. Rediscovering New York with Jeff Goodman. I bring the city's great neighborhoods to life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america every saturday morning listen for the superstar sports talk block on voice america variety we've got the best programs if you want to talk football hunting outdoors racing and more the weekends belong to sports and you'll find it every saturday beginning at 6 a.m pacific time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time, you'll hear from the players, owners, experts, and fans from around the world. It's the Saturday Superstar Sports Talk Block. Wow, that's a mouthful. And it's only on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America 
at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody, we are back with our fun and, and, and um, interesting stories from real estate through the years. Jordan Shea, you look like, if it's not a green screen behind you with the, you know, palm trees and sandy beaches of wherever, where the heck are you? Oh, you know, just really enjoying life right now from uh, the comforts of my private cabana in Bali. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Uh, I'd actually prefer to be back in New York and, oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers to that. You know, I think we've got some time to do that. But oh, there you go. Now he's in the ballpark. Uh, (laughs) Hey, there are way too many people there during the way too many people. I'm I'm batting third. That's not safe social distancing at all. But I'm not not a a switch hitter. So (laughs) (laughs) try. Go there. Yeah, there you go. Jordan, Jordan, you might give us one of your little tidbit stories. You work in both new development and resale. So I'm sure like me, you've got lots of stuff to talk about. Lots of them. So that's a funny one. So years and years ago, when we were doing like, when we hadn't even started really our Ascension, the team that I'm on, um, the Eklund Gomes team, we really hadn't started our Ascension, but we were really on the up and we were starting to do some like big deals. And we brought, um, we brought to the table this flip that one of our developers had bought. He gutted this thing. It was in Soho. Gorgeous apartment. I mean, by the time he was done with it, it was exceptional. And so we marketed this thing. It was terrific. And this was one of those (laughs) early sales where you could sell something kind of off of Instagram. You remember those days? They were great. You know, no one one put their property on (laughs) Instagram, so it was like a big thing. So we put it on. It was. This broker who, very good broker, good friend of mine now, brought two of his private clients who happened to be, uh, you know, rather famous co-founders of a certain uh, social media (laughs) uh, conglomerate (laughs) that exists today. And so they go, we go into contract, we're doing, you know, it's about time to walk through all this stuff and we'd staged the apartment. And I'm sure all of you know that stagers really don't care how they leave an apartment. They just rip everything out. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So I go in for this walkthrough. This is the walkthrough before the closing. The closing is supposed to be tomorrow. The stagers have just taken everything out. It's supposed to be perfect. And the place was disgusting. There were holes everywhere. (gasps) Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because by the way, they don't care how they mount something. So the hole can be right. the size of your fist. Like it doesn't even matter, you know, as long as a picture frames over it for showing. And we've all, and we've all yeah. seen those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going through and I am mortified and my mortification takes 45 minutes to be complete. So we're doing this whole thing <laughs> at the end of it. At the end of it, I say, I'm so sorry. I'm embarrassed. I can, I get your perspective. Well, the broker tells his attorney that, I, as the seller's broker, said that the apartment was embarrassing and that it was in bad condition. They tried to retrade the deal. This gets back to my uh, seller, who's also our biggest developer at the time, and they said to my bosses, rather famously, Jordan is so incompetent, 
he's not even qualified to work at the post office. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> By the oh, way, oh, oh, boo boo. That's, that's, a, that's a blow. <laughs> I've had this job for three months by the way. So it was really <laughs> dicey. Uh, but now the developer and I are friends and, you know, we get along fine. But yeah. So that, well, that's after, well, after, well, after that, where else could it go? My goodness. I mean, it can only go up from rock bottom and you should Correct. fire your assistant. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Well, I, I, I had one of those relationships too, and I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Ari Harkov, what's going on? Wow. Your turn. Um, okay, I have two stories to share. Uh, first is I was early on in the business showing an apartment uh, for clients of mine, and uh, they had their laptop sitting open in the living room while I was showing the apartment. And as we often have, you know, in the background of your laptop, you have, you know, photos scrolling through like your favorites, whatever. So we're showing the apartment, um, looking around, and then all of a sudden, full-on 100% nude photos of my clients start scrolling through. Yes. <laughs> More than just one. <laughs> I, I still can't unsee them like 15 years from <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to make eye contact with, the, with your clients after seeing that kind of stuff, right? Did you make the sale to those particular buyers? There you I mean, go. There was a photo of the husband with like flower petals on. It, it was- <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> now, Tracy, I was going to phrase it differently. Ari, did you close the deal? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly that the ending for you there? Yeah. <laughs> oh my. It was an amazing one. Tracy, you know, if you're in this you're business terrible. long enough, you'll, you'll, you'll really see and experience it all. You'll um, see it all. You'll see it all. I, I had a situation. I was. I, I got a call in the office, and all our agents. This was when I had my own company. All my agents were busy. This woman calls from Madison Green. Can you come over? I'm seriously thinking about selling my apartment, and I need a price opinion. So I, I, I you know, ask her when she wanted me to come over. She said, "Can you come over today? Because I, I, I may be relocating, and I may have to move soon." So I said, "All right, I'll be over." You know, I think like four o'clock. So I go over to Madison Green. I'm in my suit. You know, you guys know me. I'm always dressed. I go up to the apartment. She had taken a two-bedroom apartment and converted it to a very large one-bedroom apartment. It was beautiful, really beautifully done. The woman was, I'd say, in her early 50s, very attractive, very nice. She's showing me around the apartment, you know, telling me about all the details and how she developed, how, how she renovated it. She takes me into the bedroom to show me the bathroom. And then she's like, but this is the best part of the apartment. Now, you could tell the bedrooms were together, so she had a huge walk-in closet. So she opens up the closet. Mm-hmm. I walk in first. The lights are off. The door closes behind me. The lights oh. go on. It's a full-blown dungeon. <laughs> oh. Whips, chains, stuff <laughs> on the walls, lingerie <laughs> everywhere, gag mouth, ball, everything. <laughs> Whoa. Steve took inventory. <laughs> 50 shades. Uh, I'm, like, I'm like 26 years old. I'm recently married. And I'm like, holy shit, how do I get out of this one without, without completely embarrassing her? 
jeopardizing the listing, but I can't do anything about this. And that really sucks too. <laughs> I did not think she was embarrassed. I do not think you had to worry about embarrassing her. I was going to ask you, how do you write copy for a listing like that? With, with that, with, with that, she literally asked me if she could tie me up. I'm like, listen, I'm really, really oh. flattered. <laughs> But I literally got married last year. I can't do this. Catch me and, in another couple of years. I'm literally, and and I and I, I, you know, I told her I was super flattered, and you know, thank you very much. We still got the listing. That was my question. You got the I listing. Didn't, I, I didn't work on it. He, he closed the, he closed did the you deal. Leave, did you leave all the stuff on the walls? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, she was she she was insistent. Like this is a selling point. Did you put wow. dungeon or whatever with whips and chains in your copy text? You know Can you just, we, did, we, even... we just let people experience it for themselves. I mean, it was, it was amazing. I must say it was really well done. <laughs> you know, it reminds me, it reminds me of hot tubs, Steve. You know, when, when couples come to see an apartment that has a hot tub, the guy's always going to like it. The woman's always going to say, absolutely not. It must go. So I could just imagine with the whips and chains and the dungeon, it's got to be the same thing. I was just like, oh my God, how do I, like, what am I going to do? You know? <laughs> Yeah, correct. Ari, you had a second story. Oh, I was going to tell. So, I mean, if, if you guys know me, you know that I, I can be a bit of a, um, uh, an idiot savant. Like, I know what I know, and I don't know anything about what I don't know anything about. Um, and I can live a somewhat sheltered existence, as, as people um, who know me often tell me. So we had a pitch a number of years back uh, for this very narrow building on Park Avenue. And it was this weird building on Park Avenue where they were converting it to condos. And the guy who's giving us this pitch is this very odd guy. And he tells us that his, his role in the development team is that he, he makes good decks. He makes good PowerPoint decks. So <laughs> like, this is really weird. And he's giving us a pitch about Carl Lagerfeld and we're going to brand it Carl Lagerfeld this. And, you know, the Carl Lagerfeld name is going to sell the condos and these really awkward layouts. And this guy who's talking to us about a PowerPoint deck is telling us about Carl Lagerfeld, this and that. And, I'm, you know, I'm just like zoning out or whatever. So we finish the pitch. We walk outside. I turn to my business partner, Warner Lewis, and I say, who's Carl Lagerfeld? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing just went like right, <laughs> right over your head. All right, with that, we got to take a break. Coming back for segment four right after these messages, so don't go away. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. At Halstead, we know that what moves you is important. We're all about the power of transformation. We're revolutionizing the way people live and work. We are agents of change. We are the deal makers. We are the fearless negotiators. We are the future builders. So you can move to what moves you. I'm Jeff Goodman at Halstead, and I love Vince's show. I host a program of my own, but not about real estate. Rediscovering New York is about our city's great neighborhoods, their history, texture, and their current vibe through interviews with historians, business owners, and interesting neighborhood personalities. We're broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc and available on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcasts. Rediscovering New York with Jeff Goodman. I bring the city's great neighborhoods to life. 
Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll free in North America at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Now, back to the show. Okay, everybody, we are back coming from uh, the dining room in upstate New York. Anna Shagalov, what do you've got for us? <laughs> um, well, um, let's see. So, about 10, 12 years ago, I received a call from a random person who wanted to see high-end new development somewhere around like the four or five million range. So he was coming in from New Jersey. He wanted to spend the day and um, I hired a car. He was taking the train in, which I thought was a little weird, but I picked him up in the train station in a car that was costing me like hundreds of dollars per hour because I wanted it to be high-end and, and uh, fancy and all of that. We start off, I take him to... The first new development, which I think was, if I remember correctly, 111th Avenue. And we go in, we're getting the presentation. The, the broker takes us into the kitchen and starts telling us, you know, about the appliance package. And he goes, holy cow, does this all come with the apartment? And I'm like, um, the stove? Yeah, it comes with the apartment. And, he's, and he opens the fridge and he's like, look at all these freezer drawers. This guy was playing me completely. He just wanted to see all these fancy new developments. And I had a full day scheduled. I was so embarrassed. All of these like the high, super high end apartments. And he's like, look at these doorknobs. Look at these, look at this, you know, tub faucet. I'm like, oh my God, I'm wasted so much money. And, you know, a little bit of reputation ding there. Um, but yeah, then he disappeared after that, of course. <laughs> Doorknobs door, door and bathroom fixtures. Phil Horrigan. Yeah. Um, great to see everyone, by the way. Um, Hi, sunshine. Love the beard. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, like Niall, uh, I was a rental agent back in the day, big time. And, uh, you know, as a rental agent, sometimes your day is packed. I mean, you might have 12 appointments back to back. You don't take lunch. You're like, your heart's racing. You just think you're going to die, right? And I sometimes wondered what happens if you have to go to the bathroom during one of those times, like something that actually crossed my mind. Well, I found out 12 years ago, and I was in a vacant apartment, an open listing, showing it on behalf of a, a landlord or something. I'm in the apartment. They're about to come in five minutes. I have to go. I mean, I have to go bad. Like I got the, the chills, you know, that feeling oh, no. you're, you're, feeling like you're feverish, like, and your mind is starting to think of like, do I just cancel the appointment? Do, what, you know, do I just go out the window? Like, you know, you're just, you're starting to think crazy things. I decided I looked at the bathroom. Thank God there was toilet paper. I honestly don't remember if there was soap or not, but let's just pretend there was soap for the sake of the story. Cause I don't want you to think that. Okay, so I went, okay. I went to the bathroom. All right. Then the doorbell, eh, you know, so they're there. I'm still on the toilet, but I just finished. I'm like, thank God. I can't believe this. This is over. This is great. W wonderful. So I then flush the toilet. I flush the toilet. Okay. As I start to head toward the door, I look it back. Overflows. It overflows. Well, it starts to go up like this. It just starts to go up. 
Now at this point, I'm like, I, I don't know what to do because th- they're coming up the stairs to walk up. I already buzzed. I buzzed them in. I somehow quickly buzzed them in. They're coming up the stairs. So I'm, I'm really starting to get worried now. And so what I quickly do is I just decide to like run out the bathroom door, close the door and just pray that what I saw did not happen, that that did not happen. And so they come in, hi, how you doing? You know what? We hey. started around the apartment. It's, it's, it runs. Meanwhile, my, my mind's thinking, what's going on in that bathroom? What's going on? So we come to the bathroom. I'm about to show the bathroom. We all look and we see the water coming out from the door. You know? Oh, oh. And it, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't clear water. Let's just say that. Okay? So, but, anyway, but anyway, so I, we, I, I just say something. Hey, guys, something's going on in the bathroom. I don't know what's going on. We got to get out of here. Next place. What could it be? Exactly. If you like the apartment, okay. I promise I'll get you back in, you know? So anyway, I went out. I said goodbye to them. I don't know if I shook their hand or not, but let's not get into that. <laughs> oh, and then, dear. And then, and then I, I called the, the managing agent and I just said, like, hey, there's some problem. You, you know, take care of it. You know what I mean? And like, click. And then for the next few months, I really thought like the real estate police were going to come get me. Like somehow they were going to, you know, but nothing ever happened. And it was 12 years ago. And I'm free. <laughs> so, 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 Phil, so, Phil, you didn't close that deal. No. Deal. no, they were freaked out. I never saw them again. They were so freaked out by my energy and everything. It was like so weird, the whole thing. <laughs> Sean McPeak. I had one of those. I had one of those at 865 where we did our first deal, Phil, but it was like an 82-year-old woman who <laughs> stayed in for like 40 minutes and then well, she changed her clothes and then left. <laughs> It was just yeah, but you know good. what? I think we could all we could all attest to this. I mean, it's like open houses, an invitation for people to say, "Can I use your bathroom?" Oh God! And then all of a sudden, they use your bathroom, and it's not for number yeah. one; it's for number two. Can't and now them. the whole place stinks of number two, <laughs> and you got people coming and going. I'm like, what on earth is wrong with you people? Sean McPeak, yeah. what's up? I might have something kind of in the in the same sort of the same theme. I was having stomach issues during a showings <laughs> at a, a very nice building in Tribeca where the amenities of the building were in the middle of the building. So I almost, I never leave people unaccompanied in a building, but I decided to send this broker and a couple who I had a great showing with uh, down to the seventh floor amenities. And I was like very gassy. I was having problems. So I go up, I lock the apartment. <laughs> I, I send them down the amenities this. themselves. And I'm coming down the elevator and I had to, I had to, I had to fart really bad. So I farted in <laughs> the elevator. It gets down to the seventh floor, opens up, and who's standing there? The broker and the buyers. So they oh. walk into the elevator, and uh, maybe we'll call it a Dutch elevator or something. So let's say the uh, the ride down was a little bit awkward for us. <laughs> listen, guys, elevator. <laughs> listen, like I say, you cannot make this stuff up. I have one. <clears throat> I have many, but I'm going to just tell one. And I, you know, Steve knows these developers, so they are going to completely be na- uh, nameless. nameless. They don't. They don't listen anyway. But I was selling a project that Steve gave me in Midtown, uh, in Manhattan, and you know, it was a wonderful project. Steve is laughing. He knows what I'm talking about. It was a wonderful project. I, you know, I learned so much. I loved every minute of that project. Still do. Uh, however, you know, we had one of the developers was a little cuckoo. And by the way, I used to tell him so almost on a daily basis. So um, we had a penthouse for sale. It was the largest apartment in the building. And it was like two apartments that we decided to put together because he wanted a big penthouse. What I didn't know is he wanted it for himself to play around in, uh, to have parties in. And I kind of found that out, you know, after it was all staged and after it was ready to go, whatever. 
So, you know, a couple of times I would see him in there like late in the afternoon and I'd say, what are you doing here? He'd say, oh, uh, I just came by and I wanted to just check it out. I said, there's nothing to check out. I said, if you need to check something out, you come to the second floor sales office and you ask for me or one of the sales agents. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm leaving soon. Long story short. So one day um, I have a showing at 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, the sales office usually open at 10, but I was there like 8.39. So um, I said, let me just go upstairs and double check because I had a sneaky feeling, you know, that there might be somebody in the apartment. Um, so it's like nine o'clock an hour before the showing and I put the key in the door and I open the door and you kind of see like the kitchen and then the living room straight ahead. And I saw a mess, like there was a party the night before. Well, there certainly was. So I called out his name because I kind of had a feeling he might still be there. And all of a sudden I hear rustle, tussle, things falling on the floor, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I walk into the master bedroom on purpose. There he is having fun with, I don't even know who. Um, and I said, Oh, what are you doing? My famous line to him, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I, I, why, why are you here? Why are you here? I said, cause I have a showing in a half an hour. <laughs> oh, really? He said, well, you might need to cancel it. I said, no, I'm not canceling anything. You need to get out of bed right now. And you too, whoever you are, clean this mess up. And oh, he says, I, I, I can't, can't just call the housekeeper. I said, well, the housekeeper won't be here and done in 30 minutes. P.S. I had to cancel the showing and pushed it for later in the afternoon. That, by the way, was not the first time it happened. So he and I got intimately, not that way, but you're familiar with each other. He used to come into the sales office and change his clothes because he wanted to work out in the gym that was in the courtyard. Remember that, Steve, the, the courtyard gym? And so he'd come out of the bathroom half undressed or, or completely undressed because he, he thought about asking me something. And I'd say, put your clothes on. I don't need to see you looking like that. <laughs> Three times a week. Unfortunately, we're close. We got to go. That is our broadcast for today. Thank you for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter, on Facebook, or Instagram at Vince Rocco. We are back next week because if it is Tuesday morning, it is Good Morning New York Real Estate. Stay home, stay safe, stay in touch for every reason out there these days. Be kind to one another. Thank you for joining us. Good luck and be well. For all of us at Voice America all around the world, thanks for joining us, and we will come back next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Please join us for another edition of Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Here's hoping all of your transactions are successful ones.